0: Thank you so much for coming back to join us. People from from the southern part of the world, from Africa and so on, are trying to run from their country. And we, we thought it was just the war, but what was pushing the war? It was lack of economic impetus, right? Lack of economic infrastructure. Well, a lot of it was also caused by decades of drought. So people have no money, no no water. They have no means to keep the land going, right? They have no infrastructure, economic infrastructure to take the natural resources out of the land to create sustainable economies. So people started migrating and they're moving to the northern parts of the world because it's almost as if you can feel that, that those areas where they live is heating up and it's getting warmer and warmer. The, 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 the planet is getting warmer and warmer and a lot of it is just caused by what? You're not going to believe it our modern lifestyle, <laughs> right? When we turn our heats, our air conditioners on, when we drive our cars, right? Right? And when we turn our furnaces on to keep our homes warm, it's emitting gases that go up in the atmosphere. And that is what is causing the climate, the, the, the planet to warm up. In causing the planets to warm up, we who live in the Northern Hemisphere are faring better because we cool down so at certain times of the year cyclically we uh develop and achieve different seasons that rotate between spring summer fall autumn and winter well in other parts of the world it's summer all the time and we used to think it was idyllic because you know you could just live in a constant summer phase well sucks to be to to, to be to, to be us but those folks are not living the dream because they ha- they're deprived. They live in depraved, you know, depraved circumstances. They don't have water. They don't have access to running water. They don't have access to clean air because in some of those places, they practice what is called slash and burn agriculture where they chop down trees and so on to burn, to burn, to create fuel. You know what it is, right? And that destroys the ecosystem You uproot the trees so the soil has nothing to hold on to. So if you don't have trees, you're not going to have precipitation. You're not going to have rain. And they engage in tribal wars. Oh, I call it tribal war. It's tribal wars because it's ridiculous and stupid. You know, you're fighting over something that probably happened 100 years ago. And you're fighting over something that is not even significant or relevant. You're all in poverty and you need to figure out how to move together as a group and instead you're fighting tribal warfare and so these places i have been in wars for decades people can't live there anymore so people start moving forward right and that is uh and that is what is driving a lot of that that migratory patterns that they're moving to the northern hemisphere and eventually over time 20 30 40 50 years They will integrate, right? It takes a while. Integration is is, is not quick. Integration is something that takes a while and then they will integrate and blend in. But here in America, we have our own situation. We are looking at something happening in California, a wild wildfires that are completely out of control, that are having real time impacts on people's lives. People don't know what to do. People don't have any means of recovery. Even if the government were gonna give you $500, what can that do to your to your life? How is that gonna start life When you live in an area that the town is completely burnt out, so your job is gone, the jobs are gone. So the only people who can afford to return to those places are people who are wealthy. The insurance companies make a big check, they can go back and build a house and start life over again, building more fire resistant things. Which brings me to the next point why do we build houses that are not fire resistant when you live in a fire zone in california for instance in the sonoma in sonoma county that's the wine country seriously like seriously and i know that things happen and so on but like seriously it's very expensive to live there and i imagine now there's going to be a a reverse kind of migration of people who are going to go back home because luckily you probably had mom and dad or grandma and grandpa or an aunt and o- uncle whom you have no choice but to go back to wherever you came from to live again, to start again. Because after losing your job, you just didn't have anywhere to stay. It was either that or be homeless. So after these wildfires, how many people do you think are gonna be homeless? People literally just took what they could, packed it in a car and drove for their lives. A lot of people, woke up the next morning and they started thinking, man, if this is going to happen, I have just this much. How much is the insurance company going to give me? I'm out of here. I'm going to go start life in, in, in Montana, Wyoming, <laughs> where all I have to worry about are beers in the backyard and stuff like that. <laughs> move to you know Colorado or something. People are going to move away from California because it's getting dangerous to live there it is absolutely getting dangerous dangerous in the sense that if you're not wealthy you can't live in california that's what it is turning out to be you have to be wealthy to live there especially in southern california now if you go to other parts of california sacramento is beautiful i like it it's nice and green and you know and while southern california has appealing weather you've got to be wealthy to live there so people might either move further north or move out of the state entirely and that says a lot but what kind of technology what can we do to stop wildfires i am not sure i don't have the answer to that i'm trying to figure it out because i'm trying to understand what causes them in the first place because i'm looking at the scenery and i'm like why in 20 years you've not learned to plant green trees <laughs> you know what i mean why haven't you planted trees that is going to create precipitation and attract and cause rain to happen? If you don't have trees, you're not going to get any rain. You need trees to, 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 to encourage the root to build into the roots that is going to emit photosynthesis. Anybody remember that? So that you can have precipitation fall. So when the winds from the ocean interact with the trees on the land, you're going to have some kind of effect. Why are we not building trees in California? Did we just want to look at the bare mountains and not think that something was going to happen? I don't know. And I know in some areas of uh, California, they encourage a certain amount of shrubbery to be on the ground as it, it de- depletes, the uh, it reduces the ability to, you know, the chances that you'll have wildfires. I'm tired. My brain is running hundred miles a minute. I have another appointment today i have to go to flint in a few hours in just a few and then i have to go to then i have another event back here in metro detroit tonight so but do you see what i'm saying so when you think about it it makes you think and it's making you stop and wonder what on earth is going on because why is it that we can't seem to have a handle on these wildfires with all the technology that we supposedly have why can't we stop wildfires What is it that we can't stop wildfires? Why? I know that people start fires and you're all looking at me like, Hey, don't act like you don't know. People do start fires, but the condition had to exist for the fire to ignite. Right? So somebody can, you know, throw out a cigarette butt, but if the dry ground and the dry brush is not there, then the fire won't start. Why do we continue to have wildfires? Is it that people just want, there are so many houses, people just want to live on the hillside and enjoy the mountain view, enjoy the view of the ocean? But you gotta have soil and you gotta have trees to hold the soil in place. And if you have trees, then you're gonna have precipitation, so you'll have rain. Years ago, I remember there had been talk about. Using seawater. I think they still do that in some parts of California, especially farmers, right? That's the desalination process where the salt is extracted from the seawater. So they're able to use it for farming and watering and so on. And I'm like, you have that big great ocean out there and you all haven't thought about piping the water in? Years ago, they wanted to build a pipeline from the Great Lakes to California. I'm like, no, you don't. We're not going to sanction that. Huh? Then you drain our lakes. And then we have a drought, and then we don't have any water to sustain ourselves because you drain our water, hell to the no, no, go plant some trees over there. Dig out the ground and let the water start falling in there until it becomes a lake and see how quickly it will change your ecosystem. A lot of it has to do with our own attitudes, excuse me, towards preservation. We spend so much time preserving uh, wildlife, we forgot to preserve the ground for human life. You know, sometimes you have to, you look at the preservation of animals, but you have to put it within context. The context is that anything that is going to uh, escape uh, uh, human life has to be re-examined. If it's going to proliferate more than human life, you have to rethink that. And So they went to great lengths to talk about, we have to preserve the whales in the sea. Well, the whales were never going anywhere, if you really thought about it. Nobody thought about preserving the land so that the land could be tenable for human life. Nobody thought about the humans who would inhabit the land and stay in their houses. Can you believe what it must be like to be awakened by fire sirens and to be told you had to put everything you own in this little bag and run for your life? And when you look back... All you can see is your home is burning. Imagine what it must be like for people to be so traumatized, to drive down the 405 and have to drive through fires on the right, fires on the left, fire in the median. I drove through a wildfire in in, in Orlando, Florida from uh, interstate just off I-95 in Daytona Beach through interstate four through to Orlando. And I have never forgotten what that felt like. I can just imagine what those people felt like and so i say to all of us it's time for us to re-examine what this is causing it is highlighting this that we never thought about what happens to people who don't have a million dollars who could not afford to pay their insurance what happens to all those seniors who retired and moved to california and lost their homes lost their retirement savings because you try to live what happens to all those folks It has created a wealth gap and eventually California is going to be a land just for the rich and the rest of the folks will just have to take a sideline and go live in uh, Washington state or uh, Oregon somewhere. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Right. Maybe they'll have to build uh, greater freeways. Right. And the bullet train, like the one they have in Tokyo. So you can live in Oregon, but work in California. They take the bullet train back home and Instead of it taking you a whole entire 12 hours or 14 or 16 hours, it takes you two hours to get there. I don't know if that's where it's going, but it is significant. People in California are paying the price in Southern California. Send up a prayer for those folks. And if you know someone, if you are related to someone who is caught up in that wildfire, extend your home to them and tell them maybe it's time you rethink this. Because guess what? Nothing is going to change significantly. In the next three years so there's going to be another wildfire next year and one the year after that and the year after that you might as well just go back and start all over again it is what it is starting over all of us have been there we've all been there right I'm gonna share the link to the New York Times article read it it is quite the thing and for those of us who live in these areas I send prayers out for everybody just take care of yourselves, folks. Take care of yourselves. It's going to be okay. I promise you. It's going to be okay. You may just have to make some hard, tough decisions about starting over, but it's going to be okay, right? My name is Harry Kimmich. Thank you so much for joining us on Down to Earth. Make sure you come back and join me again. In the meantime, go subscribe to our podcast. Hey, y'all, download and subscribe to my podcast, huh? Go listen to the other stuff we talk about. I know there are some shows that you haven't heard, and you haven't listened to, we're available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, They sent me another one, Spreacher, Overcast, Radio Public. Is it Radio Public? Radio Public. Uh, There are eight platforms. So download and subscribe to our podcast and listen to us. Continue to support us. We're a listener-supported event. So when you listen to us, we invite you to go to my page and you can make a donation to keep us on the air. We're a listener-supported program. Thank you so much, everybody. It's my pleasure. Wish me well. Got some stuff to do today. We're going to go see the great city of Flint. How about that? Flint, Michigan. We're going up there in just a few minutes. Thank you so much, everybody. Be blessed.